You know, one of the things that bothers me about the conversation around criminal justice reform in the United States of America is the fact that the very people that it's supposed to benefit are oftentimes victimized the most by criminal justice reform. We're often told that we need to address the systemic structures, the structural racism, the systemic structural racism that structurifies all racism that causes all disparities. But in reality, in actuality, if you are in a high crime area, if you're in a high crime, specifically a high crime black area, you need the police more than any other area. You need to tamp down the lawlessness in order for your area to end up flourishing. And what we're going to talk about today is yet another case of somebody who's a black business owner, young guy, younger than me, 24 years old, trying to do the right thing, best of intentions, being victimized by the very same criminality that we are told as a society we have to let go in order to benefit people like him. But before we get into this, this video is sponsored, so let me toss it to the sponsor, then I'll bring it back over here, and we'll talk about it on the other side. Before going out and spending a ton of money on expensive anti-aging creams and or serums, what you should do is check out if collagen loss is your problem, because adding collagen to your diet can improve your skin elasticity and that youthful glow better than almost anything on the market. This is one of the reasons why I am happy to be partnered with healthwithjustice.com, where you can try our top formulation of collagen powder. You take it daily, and you just notice the strengthening of your hair, your skin, and your nails. And if you go over to healthwithjustice.com for this month, you can get 53% off, plus additional bonuses that are available to those who go to healthwithjustice.com. That's healthwithjustice.com, healthwithjustice.com. An ice cream shop in San Francisco was hit by burglars twice. In one morning, KTV's Brooks DeRose spoke with the owner who says he's now out close to $20,000 after his store was ransacked. You know, when I did the L.A. story of somebody who was robbed in the middle of the night, then came into the store to report that robbery, then was assaulted and robbed again while waiting for the police for that report, I thought, you know, being victimized twice, lightning striking twice in the same area, kind of rare. But apparently in the state of California, that was Los Angeles, this is San Francisco, it's just common. It's common practice. It's something that you have to deal with. And we have a guy right here who's one of the last holdouts, one of the last people renting space in order to do business, who's out $20,000 because of it. And one of the things that actually pisses me off even more than the fact that he's out twenty k trying to run a business, trying to be successful, is the fact that some of the losses were done due to the just dirtiness of the criminals when they were looting his store. Busting in this business in the Bayview, burglars are caught on camera, sifting, stashing, and stealing supplies from What's the Scoop ice cream along 3rd Street early Friday morning. I came in with a bunch of my stuff gone, and um, it really just, it hurt. It hurt more than anything. I was just really disappointed. I feel for this guy. Genuinely, I really do, because it has to hurt you that you put your life into something. You try to serve your community. You're doing ice cream, so you're trying to give them a bit of joy, something for them to have a good time with. Families are supposed to come into your business, and then you show up one morning and you find out that you've had your stuff stolen. You've had a bunch of scummy criminals walk right in and take as much inventory or supplies in order to make your life harder. And the city of San Francisco does not have your back. They're not arresting these people. I guarantee you these are people who are living on the streets. These are repeat offenders. These are people who will do this again. And yet 
It's just allowed to go unchallenged in your city, and you just have to deal with the cost. And then you have dumb idiots, dumb progressives on the internet.com saying, don't worry about it, bro. You got insurance, as if insurance premiums going up aren't a significant cost for his business, as if all small businesses have insurance out the wazoo, and as if everything stolen in this instance is just an easy fix with that insurance money that's being paid out to everybody. We have children, basically their level of understanding of the economy, telling a business owner who's actually working for a living, trying to put a good foot forward, that he should be totally fine, and those guys needed the ice cream, they needed all the stuff that they stole from him, because they're in dire straits. Meanwhile, this is a guy who's trying to improve his life, from those dire straits that he was in, but you know, whatever. We don't, we don't care about you. You're too successful. You're too productive in society. Remember, we have to save you by allowing these criminals to run rampant across the city of San Francisco. Because owner Anthony Womack got a double scoop of brings and break-ins on the same day. Also, local news guy, listen, I appreciate you covering the story. I appreciate you highlighting it. If you didn't, I wouldn't have seen it. But did you really need to do a pun right there, an ice cream related pun? The guy's out $20,000. He told you about how hurt he was, and you're like, this is two scoops of robbery. Haha, <laughs> get it? I wonder what the 31st flavor is. It turns out it's theft because it's missing. Haha, <laughs> get, get it, get it? Isn't this fun? Aren't you having a good time, young man who wants to be an entrepreneur with my ice cream puns? Maybe I could drop a few sprinkles on that. It's just, it's just rude. It's unnecessary. I get local news. You have to be goofy, but, but pull it back a little bit. It's a serious situation. When this guy watches this segment he's gonna be like i i guess that joke was funny uh, i guess you know and meanwhile it's, it's, it's not funny at all like wh what's wrong with you and i mean it's like if you were to say instead of soft serve he got a hard serving of criminality that's that's not necessary you don't you don't have to do that it, it's it's okay beginning he says at 3 a.m when the cash drawer and other key ingredients were stolen then with the door left unlocked others came in about 10 a.m and helped themselves I recognized one of the uh, one of the people right right away. So there was two sets of groups that came in that stole um, stole property um, and also damaged my ice cream. So yeah, he has people break in. They steal a bunch of stuff from his store. Of course, they don't lock up after because criminals don't care about society. Contrary to popular belief. They are not Aladdin. Contrary to popular belief, they were not starving people who just wanted to feed their family ice cream but couldn't afford it, so they had to come at 3 in the morning. They're scum. They're scum of the earth. And because that door was left open, we have another set of criminals come in and do more damage to the store. And this is one of the most wild things about this story because... The first person who broke in, the person who probably intended to commit a robbery the night that they went out in one of the few businesses that are still open in this area, did less damage than the dirty person who came in after that. And I'm going to show you the clip why so you can understand it. Without fresh cones or clean scoops in sight, video shows this woman using her hands to take a taste or two before making off with what appears to be the register and point of sale system less than an hour before the store was set to open. I think that was kind of like a tipping point for me. Womack was forced to toss costly containers of ice cream. So because this dirty woman stuck her dirty, disgusting, nasty hands into the ice cream, he had to throw out everything that was in there. So a huge portion of his losses are in terms of product from this woman being an absolute pig, from this woman being an absolute brutish, disgusting, nasty woman. And by the way, you should be charged with the felony for doing so. 
And because he has the surveillance camera, he was able to detect this, thankfully for that, because other people would have had to deal with this. On top of that, it's very telling that the people who planned the break-in in the first place, the people who came in to steal equipment. Without fresh cones or clean scoops in sight, video shows this woman using her hands to take a taste or two before making off with what appears to be the register and point-of-sale system less than an hour before the store was set to open. Left the POS system because the POS system is not that valuable in terms of the resale market but of course this woman takes it because likely we're dealing with a dirty homeless person who decided to take anything that looks valuable and this reminds me of a case way back when it might have even been an episode of cops where somebody was caught breaking into a taxi cab and trying to steal the meter reader and they ended up causing thousands of dollars worth of damage all for something that's actually not resellable for any value. And I remember the face of that person. I probably won't be able to put the clip and what that person said, which was they ruined my livelihood just for the joy of it. And because they were too stupid to realize that didn't have any resale value. So they stole his thing. They stole his credit card reader. They made his business harder to function all because they just wanted to have something that maybe looked like it would cost something. At 24 years old, he opened the music-inspired spot late last year. He grew up in the Bayview. In less than a year, Womack says he's dealt with crime at his store, from kids swiping cash from the now-missing tip jar to employees stealing money from the register. It definitely put that thought and those uh, negative feelings in my mind that, you know, do I really want to do this? Again, this kind of thing just pisses me off because you look at this guy, he's entrepreneurial, he's 24 years old, he sees an opportunity to live his dream, to be an example for people in his community, and guess what? He has to deal with constant criminality. They stole his tip jar. He's had employees steal from him. All of these problems that other business owners definitely have to deal with, but for somebody so young trying to improve their station in life and going out and taking the risk, it just hurts to see this. It's just disgusting to look at. Obviously, this guy has a passion related to this business. And when I see his face and I see his reaction, I can see that look of defeat and it breaks my heart. It really gets under my skin. It bothers me. It's nasty. It's one of the most pernicious things that we have in our society that we look at small business owners and business owners in general like they're god-awful people for trying to provide goods or services to people, while at the same time, the people who don't build up the community, the people who destroy it, the thieves, the thugs, the criminals, are given second chance, third chance, 27th chance, just to keep reoffending, just to keep doing more damage. I mean, just think about this. This is San Francisco, the same San Francisco area that we covered the Banco Brown incident, where Banco Brown assaulted a security guard while trying to shoplift, got into a fight with that security guard, a wrestling match, threatened to stab that security guard, then was let up by the guard, he draws his gun, and Banco is seen on the surveillance video flexing at him before he shot Banco Brown. In that case, you had protesters, you had angry people, you had people claiming, oh, Banco was such a saint, and nobody's life is worth this, even though Banco Brown was threatening the security guard's life over the goods that Banco was trying to steal, and in that case, you get protesters, you get all this. But here we have a young man, he seems totally defeated. There's not even a GoFundMe for me to link to, which is very unfortunate. I would like to do that for those of you who wanted to support him. But yeah, it's just, this is where we're at. He's dealing with the criminality, he's dealing with those people, and there's nobody rallying around him. 
people tend to rally around the worst among these communities in places like San Francisco, while ignoring the people who are trying to do better, trying to be better, and trying to be an example. Crime data shows nearly 180 burglaries reported in the Bayview this year, compared to 250 last year at this time, a roughly 30% decrease. Still, stores are closing down, and the vacancy rate is increasing across the city. Now, according to that, there's a decrease in the number of burglaries being reported in this area, but there's no reason to jump for joy because, as they point out, the vacancy rate in terms of businesses is just down significantly from last year. So there are less places to be burglarized. So obviously by those numbers, there's less options for the burglars. And after you see time and time again, the criminal get off and it not being worth your time to report something. And again, the more crimes you report, the more chance of your insurance going up. You can understand why artificially the reports of burglaries would be reduced. We actually have to wait and see a victimization survey later on of this area to know whether or not those stats are valid. But even then, it's still something that is driving the businesses out of this area. And it doesn't have to necessarily be a burglary. It could be shoplifting or similar that are causing the problems. On top of that, this is all happening while nationally the Federal Reserve is raising interest rates. So the cost to borrow money is up significantly, cutting into the margins of these businesses, making it more risky for them to be in business, and making each and every theft all the more troubling for somebody who is just trying to operate. I don't let a few bad apples ruin my neighborhood. While police have not made any arrests, Womack says the recipe for success is a blend of leadership, determination, and perseverance. I have to keep going. I have to keep pushing for it, and if... If it all fails, I don't know if it does, but at least I can be that example that I tried and I kept going and I kept going. I like this guy. Everything about him in this interview I find to be first class all the way, and that's because he just has the right attitude. He wants to be an example for other people. He wants to succeed, but if he fails, which is a risk that he's taking, it's a risk that anybody who goes into business for themselves is taking, he still wants to be that example of somebody who went for it. And I'm going to say this, even if this ice cream shop fails, even if it faces the same problems that other places in San Francisco have faced, I think this guy is going to be successful doing something down the line. That entrepreneurial spirit is not something that just goes away. One of the examples that we get is Cubans coming to the United States of America. People coming who are business owners who come to Florida and then start completely different businesses because it's the mindset, it's the mentality, it's the human capital, and this guy has it in spades. I absolutely would love, again, to be able to link to a GoFundMe or Gives and Go or something for him to help recoup the cost because I believe in this young man. He's more entrepreneurial than I ever was at that age, and he has my respect. So to solve the crime problem... I hate the news guy, though, if I'm being honest. I, I hate him. He did the two-scoop pun. I said the puns were over the top. I didn't remember that there was another one in it, and he's pointing to the side. He's like, to solve the crime problem, could you be any more incredulous about this? Could you mock this young entrepreneurial man any more in his hour of need? 
What is wrong with you? Seriously, guy, what's, tell, tell me what's going on in your life. Trouble at home with the marriage. Maybe you wanted to start an ice cream shop and then you could never do it. You never had the courage. And now you see this kid. So you just want to crap on his sad story. Honestly, bro, what, what, what's going on? What are you doing? Why should I be listening to you and the local news when you're showing such a bad, piss poor, carefree attitude? He's invited other business owners and neighbors here to his ice cream shop for a Saturday social. I swear I thought for sure that this guy was going to say instead of Saturday social or after Saturday social, he invited them there to break the ice and he was going to point to the ice part of the sign or he was going to say that the guy wants to cream those criminals. You know, back in the day when you used to beat people up, it was like you creamed them or whatever. That's where I thought he was going with this, but he actually might be out of puns completely at this moment which I am incredibly thankful for. He's invited other business owners and neighbors here to his ice cream shop for a Saturday social in hopes of bringing everyone together to share a scoop. Come on. Come on. Was that really necessary? Did we need one last pun? One last ice cream pun? Is that what you needed to do? I swear I did not remember this. That's absurd. That's ridiculous. That's insanity. Why is this man doing this? Why is this man punning out the wazoo again when this young man who's featured in the story is like, you know, I'm going to fight for this. Even if I fail, I want to be an example. And this guy's like, well, it seems like those criminals should be put on ice. Get it? Ice cream. It seems like we need the 32nd flavor, which of course is the flavor of justice. Maybe they were in a sticky situation. I don't have a pun for that. I just wanted to say sticky situation. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got, I got, I got it. It seems like this guy had a fudged up day. Got, look at, look at that. I'm, I'm punning out the wazoo because this local newsman is. But again, the overall message should be taken that this news guy is crazy and is totally out of bounds and needs to be cut from the roster. But the secondary overall message that you need to take is you have a young man trying to do the right thing, trying to stand up, trying to be an example in his community, trying to be an entrepreneur, and he's being brought down by the very same policies that are supposedly supposed to help him as a young black man. They're not helping him. I got news for you. Allowing people to steal from him over and over again does not support him. You always talk on the left about supporting black businesses. This is a black business. This is a business in need of support, and they're in need of support from law enforcement but hey those are just my thoughts let me know your thoughts down in the comments below if you like the video show them by leaving a like subscribe for more content follow me on all my social media support me via the support links in the description of this video this has been me talking about this crazy ice cream story till next time